0: all right let's get it on folks this is zach Shafai speaking all my kellogg's friends you guys know me as muchacho it's my distinct honor and pleasure to be hosting this final for now episode of the doppler effect i'm here with the two gentlemen that created it hamza and gabe guys
1: Introduce yourself, say hello. It's funny being on the receiving end of this. My name is Hamza, I'm Pakistani. I graduated a couple days ago, moving to New York. I'm
2: a generally chill dude. Uh, thank <laughs> you for hosting this uh, muchacho. My name is Gabriel, I'm from Mexico City and very excited to be interviewed by such a gentleman.
0: It's it's fun being on the other side. Now that we've all set our uh, nationalities and the CIA is listening, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, let's uh, let's get down to the brass tacks. I want to start at the very top, the Doppler effect. Why? You know, you, you've devoted so much of your time to this. Here at Kellogg, where time's precious, you could be spending it at the two or three bars in Evanston. Why'd you decide to spend it doing this?
2: <laughs> well, I think it all started kind of, spontaneously it evolved from a series of conversations that Hamza and I kept having about just very general stuff and uh, about our families about our backgrounds about our home countries we just started getting very interested in what each other we each other had to say and truly we found that through those conversations we were much more similar than we expected us to be and through that i think that we at some point thought that we should start recording these conversations start sharing these people should be having these conversations. So how can we do that? And how can we incentivize those conversations? Last year in the fall, late fall quarter, and over ski trip, we
1: talked about so many things at Kellogg that just were something to talk about, the dynamics between people and all that. And it started out, I think the term we use was, it feels like a social experiment. Let's put 400, 500 people together and see what happens. And there were so many things that we talked about and we knew other people were talking about that were related to being here, the good and the bad. It's funny though, all those things were interspersed between like getting to know each other. And it's not like we ever were gonna get to know each other. We would just talk for hours at times a lot of which would not be on the podcast if, if it were recorded. No, it just—it was great to have someone to talk to about that, and we realized that a lot of people probably want to talk about stuff like this, and let's just do it and broadcast that.
0: I mean, there's only so much you can really get through in the fishbowl at Geese Plaza, right? Speaking of your big social experiment, I mean, people loosen the the bow tie during TG, but otherwise, (laughs) it's nice to have a safe environment
1: where you can talk about this I've known some people who uh, have fun at TG. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) I was over first of all. That's not my fault.
0: That's our fabulous staff at at Kellogg. (laughs) Have you ever done anything else like this in, in your life? Like interviews, I mean, debate club, like shit in high school. I, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, i would never done this. I don't listen to podcasts either. Neither of us did. I still don't. But I always like talking to people. Just always did. And I feel like college, I just hung out with my friends and I wasn't really super involved in like extracurriculars and or anything like that. So coming into the program, I was very much, I want to do more with my time here than I did in college, just make more of it. And this was the last way I would have expected putting that time in, but I'm so glad it happened
2: for me i there is a predecessor t- for this uh, movement called Book surfing. Uh, I met this guy in Israel two thousand and thirteen that was starting these gatherings of strangers through texts, and the whole idea is what like getting to know the other person judged on what text they brought to the session, so it was like a very yeah. free format kind of thing and i, I and I got it fascinated the capacity to for you to learn from other people by just having conversations. I think that uh, once this opportunity kind of evolved, I we jumped on it because we enjoy doing it. It's something that I think comes natural from both of us, and it just we found a great channel to create this space.
0: I I mean, for two guys that don't have any experience with it, listening to some of the episodes, I think you each. You found your roles like pretty quickly in it, right? Like uh, my one critique would be, it's good cop, good cop. Like, <laughs> you should have brought me in to really put the fucking squeeze on some of these guests. That you, you know, you're too nice to them. All right, let's let's talk about how it evolved. I mean, speaking of roles, like over time, get more comfortable. We can we can talk about some of the earlier iterations and later iterations. <laughs> Certainly, we can things we learned, <laughs> things I learned. You know, talk to me about that. How, how did it evolve? How Has it evolved over time?
1: People don't know this, but Muchacho is a very special person for the Doppler effect. He was on the very first recorded episode, a lost episode, as one might call it. And the reason I'm so glad you're here is when we first started this, we were going up to people and being like, do you want to be recorded about deep thoughts and then have that broadcast to the rest of the school? And of course, everyone was saying no. And you were in my ops class. You would sit behind me. Our ops class. Ops class. We just went up to you and we didn't even discuss what we would talk about or anything. It was just you want to come to this recording. We're starting a podcast. We'll just talk for a couple hours and probably said fuck yeah. Yeah, and you immediately were like yes, and then we <laughs> recorded the episode. I think the episode was <laughs> about identity. Right? So- so what well, was we- it about? Yeah, yeah,
0: Tell yeah, us yeah. what it was about. That's, I, that's about. I would
2: love to know what that episode was. So about. It, it was about identity, with about like this very deep. Topic about how we identify ourselves with our backgrounds. Uh, muchacho has a very unique Mexican-Iranian eclectic mix in his blood. And, um, made in Texas. Made in Texas, yes. CIA <laughs> yeah. hey, listening. Uh, again, again. And I just think that that conversation really was enlightening for the podcast because after two hours of really exploring many different... Stretching the meanings of the word identity, I think we got like eight minutes of content. uh, (laughs) And and I just think that really taught us this needs a little bit more professionalism. While we wanted to have like these casual conversations, it just forced us to think thoroughly on like how we can improve the process, make the recordings crispier with better content, and like really try to flesh out the topics that we wanted to explore.
1: And I think it was born out of the nature of how you and I talked, where we talked for hours. We went into it with that. It was like, okay, we have such great conversations and we can have them with other people. Let's just invite them over, talk for a while. We'll find some gems and there will be gems, which was the case in ours. What was your experience coming to that? Yeah, I guess I could talk about
0: that. (laughs) You know, it's funny that... Because I do remember the conversation when you asked me before ops class. And I was excited about it. I was like, this is going to be sick. Like, you know, I... Because at that point, the three of us didn't really know each other that well. So I was like, "This, this will just be a good opportunity to, like, talk heart to heart. And I remember walking up to your place that day, and I was like, the... The law degree in me, like, disclaimer, I don't really know how to read. So <laughs> joke's on you, Northwestern degree's been confirmed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, man, like, I, you know, this stuff's going to be recorded. Like, maybe I should stop by K-Print and get some disclaimers <laughs> drawn up for these guys to sign that I got first right refusal. But it was good. I mean, we talked, like. We talked about identity and how culture plays a part. It was like a pretty deep conversation. And it really, to your point about the social experiment earlier, it was such a nice departure from that. Cause when you're just sitting, nobody's looking at their phones and you just, you're staring at each other. You end up like, you're really talking about how you feel about things. So it was refreshing. I mean, that was nice. I think it was a good starting, like a serious starting point in our friendships too, which I'll always appreciate. Yeah. The invite and the invite back means even more. <laughs> in, in spite of that first recording <laughs> now residing at the bottom of Lake Michigan with other <laughs> paraphernalia, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we're still doing it. So. And you guys are still doing it. I'm I'm really proud of you guys that you,
2: you got you got this thing going. You've you stayed committed to it. It's pretty Thanks, cool, man. From from that point on, we we started off thinking well if this gets 50 listens we'll, we'll keep it going we and started think... off
1: with like if it gets five listens like <laughs> yeah. really like if not counting our mothers uh, decide to
2: listen to our voices every day we'll keep doing it and i think we just started feeling more and more comfortable doing the conversations and it has evolved to a point where maybe you guys uh, from the outside seems like we have roles but we truly don't have roles we we have fun creating the outlines together. Sometimes one of us would lead because they're closer to the topic or they have more time at that time at that moment. So I think it has been a, a, a very great evolution of a project that started very simple and without shape and just has just been shaped yeah. and taking very, a, very, a very nice structure as we have moved forward. For sure. Even the
1: content, like, when we first started this, the topics that we, yes, we did identity and friendship, but we didn't really have a good guidance for what kind of topics. We had an idea, and I think we've stayed true to that idea, but I think it was after imposter syndrome, actually, that Zanny came to us with. That resonated with people, and people, like, listened to that and it's these like personal things i guess that resonate with people and even though we've not always stuck to that we've kind of tried to whether it's imposter syndrome or it has to do with how we look at grades and like academic achievement or vulnerability whatever it is it's that's been pwned we didn't know that we would do these when we started it All right, speaking of personal
0: reward, I mean, you know, it's it's cool to hear you guys talk about how you've grown in it, because it's not getting to the peak, it's the climb, in retrospect, that you really celebrate, right? Or where were the places I slipped and where did I really uh, succeed? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what, (laughs) what the best parts and the worst parts of this process have been for you guys personally.
2: Yeah, I think, I'll start with the good parts. It was just how unexpected this project was and how truly enjoying something and seeing how it fits within your community and seeing how it gets well received by the community really showed me on a personal level how my motivation can be driven by that. Like if I feel that what I'm putting into something is giving back not only to me but to other people, I think that just reinforced my belief that you need passion to do these things and the most unexpected projects are just there you just have to really embark and put in the work like not, nothing comes free Hans I can attest to this but it's, uh, it was a lot of hours that we willfully put into this that also made me appreciate the give and receive from the project it encourages me going forward to go full into these projects that just appear in your life and get the opportunity to not only create a great friendship and a great partnership, but also we got to meet so many amazing people through it that I'm very thankful that it happened that way.
1: Definitely just all the people we met either directly by inviting them onto it. Cause you and I, we're all friends because of it. And there are other guests who've come that I got close to simply because of the fact that they came on as guests. So that was great seeing how it resonated with people and how people that are so different from the guests and they reach out to us, that was very surprising. It it was a ton of work and to see people like be grateful for that was incredible. I think I can kick us off on the bad (laughs) stuff. I don't think I'll ever be able to hear people or my own voice the same. So many times when we were editing the podcast, and sorry to all our guests, we love you all. This is also self-directed, very much so. But hearing the ums and the ahs and the
2: pauses, I like there were times where I just want to shoot myself. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> the the editing, you have to be in the mood, man. <laughs> you realize how much work it goes into sound editing and think obstacles, at, at least in the beginning, was getting people on board to come and talk. Um which was a bit frustrating when you reached out and you got a no, you were, we were like a bit discouraged. But once we got through that, I think, as Hamza said, once it picked up, it really came just to the grinding of the edit.
1: One more thing, a good thing, just in terms of how it made me feel about myself and think about myself, coming into Kellogg, for people that know me or were on quests with me, things happen. I made an impression at Sim, and it, I felt really stupid, honestly, coming into Kellogg. I was like, people are gonna always have this image of me. People are always gonna think of me like as that guy. And this stuff is incredible. It feels like you can always turn around what you think your experience is you can always turn around how positive it is or what you do with it even if you feel like you've started off weaker footing yeah so that was that was a great i guess vindicated put away a lot of those earlier doubts
0: yeah it's i mean let's not underplay it's, it's hard work to reinvent yourself sometimes some of that is mental you know what what you think other people's perceptions of you are but you know you guys have created an, an institution here I don't, I don't know if the Successors will be named at the end of this, or whatever if they're gonna kick butt. You know, it's 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 a pretty cool thing you created. It's just general, we, we were hitting the heavier topics, but on, on a lighter note, where so I'm familiar with the Doppler effect, the actual Doppler effect, the theory, the to phenomenon, some degree, the phenomenon, <laughs> the, phenom, the, movement. the movement, yeah, the, the movement to some degree. But where did that come from? Why'd you guys, how'd you land on that?
2: So, initially, we were like, how are we gonna name this thing? So, we started with a social experiment and then at some point we were like let's call it the hub but then the hub sometimes you fucking hate the hub right yeah. it's like you gotta get you want to get out of there <laughs> i know right now we all feel like nostalgic about not well, being we in the hub but when we were there we were like they when, you there. <laughs> when you had access to the building yeah access to the building yes when you weren't <laughs> locked <up>. <laughs> <laughs> when you weren't in lockdown so i think that we just went scratch that name and then i had a dream he had a dream? I had a dream about space. We were thinking of names at that
1: point, and then you had a dream about space, and you texted me the next day, and you were like, I had a dream about space, it should be something about that. And then we Googled space, we literally Googled, I think, cool space terms. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, and, I was <laughs> expecting a deeper answer when I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately we cannot provide a deeper answer there's no deeper answer we we went down the list there were a bunch and then the doppler effect like we looked like we saw it and it clicked we looked at each other and we're like let's do the doppler effect and then we thought about creating like a backstory like how the sound of our voices go through the hub (laughs) as we
0: move, Uh, uh, you know. So you're telling me Gabe had an intergalactic wet dream and (laughs) and that's how you guys decided to spend your discretionary time here. I don't feel comfortable
2: uh, revealing the details (laughs) of my dream at this
0: point. Master never reveals the secrets. (laughs) Speaking of uh, good sessions, I'm I'm trying to sew these segues together as best I can. This is is a hard job you guys have. I haven't moderated anything in a while. What were were you talking about? Some of your favorites. What were the greatest sets? I mean, obviously, I mean, Chacho episode one was all time. You know, time. I, I'm hoping we're tiring we're it right it's now. Firing. No one will ever know. <laughs> no one will, no ever. one will ever know. There's a lot of reaction, but
2: what were, what were some of the favorite episodes? Uh, some of the favorite episodes for me, Imposter Syndrome was very special because. Going into the episode, I didn't know the term imposter syndrome or what it meant. So I was like a spectator and genuinely asking questions about a topic. Not to say that we are experts in any of the other topics. We've said that a million times. We're not experts in any of the topics. We just want to have the conversation around them and see if we can bring out some useful topics. I I think that for me just showed me the the power that this could have by being informative and i i would probably say that the next one that really resonated with me was the first that we did on race we did a couple of episodes on race the first one was also very enlightening and very honest conversation and that also like just reinforced the power of these conversations and i think those i really enjoyed
1: i am right there actually i think imposter syndrome for sure i really like real talk because i mean both the guests were in my class it was Really interesting because the conversation was about why we don't show our true selves. And to hear that from people that you kind of know and have interacted with, including you, like, it was
2: nice. Another unexpected thing is like, we got access to a lot of the great faculty at Kellogg, uh, including like great professors, Professor Basanko, Professor Bossi. Uh, we went to speak to Dean Mazio about academics, uh, Dean Corneli uh, came recently. So I think we found that avenue and found like this other side of, of this faculty that we usually see in this like student teacher mm-hmm. facet so i think just being able to have this other type of conversations with them was very rewarding and humanizing yeah humanizing That's great what were your
0: relationships with those individuals before the show i mean how, how well did you know them because just thinking to my own experience when i came in and talked to you guys didn't know you that well i was nervous i mean yeah. it's, you know it's, it's easy to get nervous even if it's friends, once you hit record on something, get anxiety. What were your relationships with those people and how did that affect the level of candor
1: discussion you had in each one? I think in general that was something where we've had people very understandably like a little closed at the beginning because it is weird. A lot of the guests we did know coming into it, but a lot of the guests we didn't know either guests. I mean, it's it's interesting because it is a sensitive topic, but at the end of the day, that was just something, like you said, it's good to hear perspective. This, these are our peers and our colleagues, and there's so much that's being talked about these days about race and society. We are in our own society, and let's talk about what, let's hear about
2: actually, what we might need to look into or, or think about. Just how the topics evolved, the way that guests came onto the show also kind of evolved. The beginning was more of us reaching out to people that we knew or someone that we know that they know about the topic or were interested in the topic. But I think Zanny and then a couple of others just started reaching out to us about certain topics. So we kind of took that as an advantage to have a guest already willing to speak about the topic. But I think where we came in and really how you make people feel comfortable talking about these topics... Don't feel intimidated talking, speaking in front of a microphone, having it recorded, having it shared with other people, how you approach them when you're talking about the topic, like the type of questions you ask, make them, making them feel safe that whatever they're going to be said, they're going to be able to yeah. review it. it. Just I think that made our relationship with our guests very open, very transparent. And I think that resulted in to the extent that we were able to do it. And of course, there's like natural matches sometimes with the guests. Yeah. To the extent that we were able to do that, I think the conversations really reflect that connection that we made with our guests and just how topics were fleshed out there.
1: I don't know if this is right or not, but I wonder if it's related to just how different you and I, certain parts of our backgrounds are. Mexican, Jewish, and Pakistani Muslim, we're hosting a podcast. We've talked about so many things that could be considered contentious, and it's never been that way. So I think just the way we are with each other, and then I'm sure with other people, I think that just engenders like an open environment where people are fairly comfortable. And that's like the serious side of it. But you know, you walk in with a big smile, crack some jokes, it's always a good time not like a rigid oh we need to do it by this like we've kept it pretty flowy
0: as your listener base increased i could see the amount of pressure on producing a product that was, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it went up. I mean, how, how did you guys deal with that? Did you feel that? Once
2: we hit like certain frequency and we started seeing listeners increase, we kind of felt a motivated I think that really pushed us to keep doing more episodes, but also keeping us to a higher standard of the quality that we want to do, the edits we want to do, the topics we want to do. I would say like, I
1: never, My, I'm so scared of speaking in public, and I'm generally very talkative with friends, but I'm generally a quiet guy, I would say. I don't know, maybe that's wrong, but there were for sure times, especially when it really kicked off, where editing it was a little nerve wracking. It's like, do I really want this view or this sentence to be broadcast to however many people listen? Maybe I don't, especially the tricky ones. Race, I remember like, there was definitely times where two or three times going back and forth, I like maybe took something out or, was just very nervous about how things might be received. Speaking of editing and
0: taking us to a lighter footing, did, uh, are there, I'd love to hear if there are any bloopers that you're allowed to share that never made it. To, uh, to the Doppler. I think our
1: biggest blunder, do you our live motivation episode? (laughs) Gabriel was in some form and shape at that day. He showed up to that episode, literally, like, landed, and two hours later was at that episode. And it was live, and we were setting it all up, and we set it up, and we had the whole recording. And we did not connect the mics to the computer. We just didn't put that lead in. So, like, all of the recording was from the computer. Thank God it recorded, (laughs) because... There was a second there where both of us were like, did we just not record anything? And it was like, it wasn't even our initiative. It was like the good life's. So we were going to feel really dumb if we like showed up to their thing, did it, and then didn't even record it. But thankfully the computer caught it.
0: Look, uh, we've been talking for a bit now. A lot of lessons learned, a lot of growth, a lot of laughs. Is there any last words for your peers at Kellogg as as you start to hand the torch here? And I'll I'll make a plug here now, say goodbye at the end, but listeners, please stay tuned for Muchacho After Hours uh, coming on after this. Sultry, hot summer night. We'll give you all the details, all the tasty treats. You're going to love it. i it. He's in his Beatles right
1: now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of you know how any of us would dress, which is the cool part of this. But yeah, guys, please. I think one great point that Hamza once mentioned was that this has become like a journal, you know, a Kellogg experience. So I would just encourage people going forward and out of Kellogg to have some ways to like record yourself in different times and like just... Have a memory of how you were thinking if I was troubling you, and just I think that gave a lot of value to my Kellogg experience, and I would encourage people coming into Kellogg and that are still at Kellogg to find ways to like immortalize their experience because it goes by so quick, yeah. and I'm I'm so glad that at least we have 20 weeks where we can remember. Yeah at one point in that week that episode and what we were talking about and you remember the people that you saw so i would just encourage people to to have that
1: i would yeah no a (laughs) hundred percent i also like i would encourage people to just talk i think so many of these episodes like it's awesome and i'm grateful but it's also sad that these conversations that are fairly like normal ones need to be amplified so much for people to like feel comfortable talking about them because it's the stuff we're all dealing with and it's the stuff that's on all of our minds and people more often than not are very comfortable talking about it once you give them a safe space to and once you show them that like you know it's i think people are much more receptive to talking than either of us thought they would be when we started this and i just encourage people to not be afraid to like show who they are are. And if that clicks with people, then awesome. And if it doesn't, then it's who you are. Why do you want to change for anyone?
0: Well, guys, with those words, I want to thank each of you individually for bringing me back here to close <laughs> this out with you. I want to thank you guys for your friendship. And then collectively, on behalf of the Kellogg community, thank you for doing this. Thank you for investing in this and hopefully starting a tradition that, uh, that continues on after we go. Thank, thank you. you.
2: Thank you for taking the time yeah. and coming back. Dude, you're, thank you're, you're, yeah. you're at home at <laughs> the Doppler Effect. Hey, so Infinity and beyond, right? I don't want to get you
0: excited, (laughs) but
2: (laughs) (laughs) thanks, guys. No, thank you very much, muchacho, for uh, doing this interview. And just thank you, Hamza, for all these amazing moments in the Doppler Effect, I think. It's going to be hard not to be keeping recording with you, this amazing experience that we had. And thank you. And thank you for all of our amazing guests and audience that just kept listening to us. And wish you all the best.
1: Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, muchacho. And thank like everyone who listened to us, there were for sure mornings where... Looking at the numbers, we're like, why on earth have 60 (laughs) people listened to our voices by noon today? It's been such a ride. It's been fantastic. I'm so grateful people listen. Thank you, everyone. And we are very excited to tell you all that the tradition of the Doppler effect is continuing at Kellogg into next year by two wonderful first years. Carrie Jablonski and Harold Giwa Amu, who we are super excited to introduce as the new host of the Doppler effect that will be taking this on to next year and on to greater things. So welcome to the show and um, you will be welcoming a lot of people to the show next year. So how about you uh, introduce yourselves a little bit? Welcome guys. Thank you
3: guys. Appreciate it. Carrie, you want to lead things off?
4: Sure, yeah. So as Hamza said, my name is Carrie Jablonski. I'm a 2Y, I guess rising second year now, Moose. I'm from Massachusetts, originally lived in D.C. and Mexico City before coming to Kellogg. And I am spending my summer in evanston
3: i hear that's a good time carrie <laughs> it is <a> great time. <laughs> uh hey everyone uh, harold Giwaamu here i am also a two y moose which is how carrie and i met initially oh wow um,
1: sim buddies
4: i don't think we were friends during sim i'm not sure when we became friends
3: no like oh, sorry. <laughs> what valuable time we missed out on there <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah i was raised in nigeria and england before moving over here when i was a junior in high school uh, since then, I've bounced around a bit, but most lately, I was in New York City.
2: Awesome, guys. As Hamza said, we're super excited to see what you guys are going to do with this amazing project. And just wanted to know why you guys are interested or why this sparked your interest and want to take this on to next
4: year. Yeah, totally. So I actually, I remember listening to your guys' must-been have been one of your first episodes before I started. So, when I was still working and before I'd quit my job, as I was just starting to get excited for Kellogg, I don't know how I, I learned about the podcast, but I thought it was really neat. Um, it was a totally different way to kind of learn about Kellogg than from what I had uh, kind of heard and, and read so far. So I've been a fan since the start. And I talked to Hamza a couple months ago just about how the podcast was going and then when I saw that you guys were interested in finding people to take it over I thought this was something that's really important that it continues at Kellogg. I think just generally I think it's a great way to introduce people to folks in our class or in other classes who they might not know otherwise but also I think especially right now we were just talking about institutional memory before we started recording and this I think is a great way while we are operating in a slightly different kind of environment to make sure that we're kind of having this same conversations that we might have in previous times at the hub or around places with different people.
3: Awesome. Uh, my side is, is definitely not as deep as Carrie's. Uh, she, she pulled me into this project. So recently, I've just become interested in, in getting people to talk. I think it's super hard to have a lot of conversations in this day and age and would just love to be able to hear from so many different types of people, um, especially within Kellogg, where we're, we probably think a lot of people think like us, when in reality, there are a lot of different viewpoints. would just love to take the opportunity to to hear what people are about
4: uh yeah and i've never i've never done anything like this i've never it's my first step into independent journalism so i'm really excited Mm -hmm. too Um, i don't know what harold's background is in that in that field but it's like a step outside my comfort zone as well which everyone says kellogg is a great place to do those sort of things
1: i never thought of that but i should put independent journalists on my resume now (laughs) Um, absolutely that's a great idea no that's so awesome to hear i'm sure we could not have said it better ourselves because we've talked about it and we we put it in much plainer terms but no that's that's really cool to hear and i guess just a wrap things off like this this will be your show very soon and you'll be taking it on but like what are i guess what are ideas you have for conversations you might want to have what do you think are some conversations that both of you mentioned you know like we need to have conversations and we want to spark conversations so like what are some ideas along that people can look forward to come fall?
4: Yeah, so we've we've already started talking about some ideas. I guess this is a time to plug for our listeners. Would love your ideas, what you guys want to hear about. But a couple of things we've talked about: socioeconomic status and kind of finances at Kellogg. Um, we think would be really, really interesting to discuss. Delving into some of the more specific Kellogg institutions, like Quest or. Some other kind of ongoing traditions at Kellogg, how those might look different and what people think and experience this year will be particularly interesting. We definitely want to talk to students. I think Harold alluded to this. Who might have different perspectives and especially the, those that are that are different from what we might think is kind of the prevailing popular opinion at Kellogg would be pretty interesting as well. What else, Harold? Yeah, definitely
3: want to mix it up with the with the serious and fun stuff. So I, I know we had written yeah. down, you know, why is everything a costume party at Kellogg? <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure how applicable that's going to be for the future honestly but definitely want to throw in some fun as, as well and just talk about some lighthearted things
2: that's awesome guys I think it's I mean just listening to this is gets me almost excited and <laughs> wanting to almost come back and, and share our perspectives but I'm, I'm sure you guys will find amazing ways to bring the guests and make them feel comfortable and just share their experiences and perspectives about these topics and many more I, I know we've mentioned this before but Hamza and myself were very surprised to see how the topics started coming out and how they, we started to thinking about them having conversations amongst each other or just at some point having guests coming to propose topics. So I'm sure that's gonna be also an amazing journey for you guys.
3: Yeah, you know it just occurred to me while we've got our Kellogg hats on and, and you guys are outgoing, we might bring you back in a few months and just talk about <laughs> <this> after Kellogg.
2: <laughs> see see what uh, is no I think I think that's awesome guys and just um in general, if you guys have any shout out ideas or like where you want to take this, feel free to use the space
4: to share yeah we've got we've got some ideas to kick in, but again, definitely want to kind of hear from from friends and people in the Kellogg community what they want to talk about we're gonna yeah, we'd love to have some kind of fun recurring segments too that we'll do every couple weeks, perhaps to introduce guests and get to know them a little bit better before we get into the meat of the conversation. So be on the lookout for those.
1: Very cool. Very cool. It's uh, in this prior recording, we were told that some people's only complaint with us is that we, we run a good cop, good cop situation. <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to mix that up or not, but feel free to experiment with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm good most of the time,
3: but I, I certainly know how to put the squeeze on. So you know, definitely willing to, to take that up a little bit see where it takes
1: us. Seriously, thank you so much to do this. We we could not be happier with the fact that it's it's you two specifically that are going to be taking this on. Even though in in the grand scheme of things our conversations have been somewhat brief, it's still like your personalities shine through. They're going to shine through on on the show. We wish you nothing but the best. We're super excited to hear what you guys have coming.
2: Yeah, so just echoing Hamza's comment super excited. And you guys will realize how amazing this is for the keller experience again and how this can enrich your experience and everyone's around it. So, from that gist and in that tone, we are sure that you guys will make this even more amazing and enjoy it as we did for our, our two years there. And wish you the best of luck.
4: Thanks to both of you. I mean, it's really amazing to see what this has turned into. And I can't even imagine how many hours, Put into this labor of love, so uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find <laughs> out. But yeah, really appreciate it, and, and 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 am excited to see what's in store for both of you in the future.
3: Carol, that- no, it's water. <laughs> <No>, I <it's> was <water. laughs> about to be oh, too happy. It's like already started with. this a great <laughs> oh, a great Da da da